You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Monday, July 31st, six rings and football things back once more. Gillette Stadium. Andy Hart here alongside Mike Cadlick. Say Howdy, hi, Mike. Hey, hi. guys. Hey. Uh, big day. Big shoulder one. pads, physical football, goal line football at Gillette Stadium. And we're going to start there. We're going to start at the end, like one of those crazy movie directors sure. that tells you the story in reverse. And I, we're going to start there because um, I want to start there because the Patriots had a fullback yes. in front of Kevin Harris. Yes, Kevin Harris. We'll talk about that later. Um, we'll talk a lot about Kevin Harris we will. later. We will. My guy. Um, but they had Jelani Tavai, the linebacker. Blue, number 48, lined up in yep. the backfield. Uh, for a goal line segment that lasted four or five plays? Yeah, I would say. Um, I liked seeing a fullback. Kevin Harris said he likes having a fullback. I'm not sure I like Jelani Tavai at fullback because he uh, he did not, uh, as they say in uh, comedy, I think, commit to the bit. Yeah, he, no, uh, for sure. He was not throwing his helmet around like no. a true fullback has to, like James Devlin would back in the day. Right. Um, and again, he, it's early. It's also came shortly after Bill Belichick had called the team together and told them to sort of practice smart, take care of each other, stay up, those types of things. So I'm not sure how much he was looking to blow anybody up. Um, it was funny because uh, Devon Godshaw said that, you know, once he's on that other side, like we want to hit him. Yes. He doesn't want any part of that, by the way. <laughs> he, does, he wants to hit and not be hit. Yes. He likes his knees too much. Um, and I do think we saw this a few years ago with uh, uh, Landon Roberts where I thought when he started, he was really not very good at fullback. He picked up a little bit and then started running through an mf or and some of those right, things right. we like to talk about. Um, but it's not easy for these guys. Like, no. So we did see that. Um, we did see goal line where Kevin Harris did get in on the first run, um, and then I think there was another one late. Um, but it wasn't – I was glad to see goal line back because they'd actually – it used to be a staple. This day, first day in pads, you always had goal line. Yeah. It was more physical than that that we saw today. That, I would say, was like an 80% goal line, something like that. Um, but it was good to see physicality pads on. Obviously, you had all the players talking about you know, real football and driving in and looking forward to it. Now we'll see how their bodies react and if they're a little sluggish tomorrow. I was going to say, it's it's like they should have started with goal line because by the time they got there, everybody was hurt. Cole Strange goes down. Uh, yeah, so Brad let's Hawkins get into goes that. down. We'll get into that. But first, what I want to say about, about Tavai, it's funny how... That's not, you know, in, in the rules of the trade, we're not supposed to talk about that. I guess but then once true. once one person right. does it, right. the floodgates open yeah. and everyone talks about it. So now we're allowed to say it because right. everyone else said it. Jelani Tavai was, in fact, the fullback. So it looks like they're bringing it back. Um, yeah, again, so funny how rules of the, you're not yeah, supposed to do it. And then it's like, well, one person does it. We all do it. And then it gets out. And then there was a couple thousand fans that saw it. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Blogs, Instagram, right. whatever sure. the hell they're doing. So, um, but you mentioned the injuries. I did. And I don't know if any of them are actual injuries, but they had a number of guys get dinged up. Certainly the most uh, notable um, was Cole Strange. Yep. He left the drill 
um, kind of threw the helmet, did the, you know, the multiple trainers. Yeah, the, then uh, went to the, the brace was hanging off, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, the brace that whole was thing. undone. Then went to what I'm calling the medical garage at the end of the field. I was trying when I was tweeting about it. I would I was like, "That's not a medical tent. It's not the facility. It's and I just said, it's "Got a garage." My my argument is, it's got a garage. Door yeah, that makes okay. A garage. We'll so call it the athletic training garage. I, be- I believe it says, yeah, it just says athletic training. I'm looking at it now yep. over the garage door. There's uh, a crap load of Gatorade cooler jugs mm-hmm. and stuff in there, but there's also a trainer table. They brought him in there. He was in there for a while, then he was walking around for a while. He never left the field, which is a good sign, I think. Never returned to action, which I don't really care about. Once he was over there for 10, 15 minutes, it was like, well, he's done for the day. Um, But he was walking around. He walked off with teammates afterwards. No medical staff, no anything. So looked like maybe that was like a scare and then hopefully crisis averted. Um, But he was one of a number of guys that got dinged up. Brad Hawkins, um, again, looked semi-serious. They did the ACL and MCL tests, and then he was back up jogging around. He even went back he made into a play. some drills. Yeah. yeah. So, um, again, I think significant uh, injury avoided. Uh, Jalen Hurd was looked at at one yep. point. Jalen Mills was looked at at one point. Looked like a right lower leg for him. Jason Hines, too, I Jason believe. Jason Hines was looked at at one point. But I don't know that any of them are too much to be concerned about. Um, the biggest thing I would note from today in terms of health, well, first of all, Judon was on the lower field again, so yep. his promise of when the pads are on will be there or whatever. He was not there. Yeah, quite the opposite, um, yeah, actually. quite the opposite. And Ramondre Stevenson was on the lower field, giving reason for Kevin Harris to be so active today. Right. your guy. And Ramondre Stevenson, I know he was asked, um, whatever day he spoke a few days ago, he was asked about why he was down there, and he really wouldn't. Yeah, he didn't give he much. Was. But then he was back the next day taking lead back. So I'm just going to guess he's dealing with something monitoring something yeah it feels like some sort of i mean again their their running back room is so thin right now so maybe it's just as simple as load management even on the first day that's kind of it's interesting it's telling but like i mean they're so thin that at one point during a team drill like seven on seven some ball boy had to uh serve as the running yes who very quick by the way yeah i think it was uh, ross douglas actually the assistant assistant wide receivers Uh, coach very quick very yeah, quick. he gave it. He gave it the I old now, sign him, sign the guy. So he had a little more bounce in his <laughs> right. step. But yeah, no, he was very quick. But that shows you they don't really have enough running backs no, they to kind of go around. So we saw JJ Taylor, Pierre Strong, and my guy Kevin Harris today. What were your thoughts on my guy Kevin Harris? First day in pads, how did he run? Still caught the ball a little bit as well in yeah. pads, which I always say people think is a nothing. Oh, he put pads on and he can still catch. The pads changed. Yeah, things. it does. There's a reason Tom Brady when he worked out his whole career it worked out in pads. Yes, like it's different it changes. than throwing, catching. So I remember uh, playing football myself, playing quarterback. It's like you're out there for three days and no pads, and all of a sudden you put them on, and you don't even know how to throw the football right. anymore. It's, which I, is why I laugh. Side note: This day and age of all these seven-on-seven tournaments, where yeah. all these kids are playing, lighten it up. Like yeah, they should put pads on, right? Hundred like, percent. And I know that would then lead to maybe hitting, and you don't want that. But but the best, and this is a tangent now, but okay. the, We're doing the, the best pro day I've ever seen was Johnny Manziel's. Because he threw in pads. Right. He's the only quarterback I've ever seen do it. And yep. it was genius. And they all should. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely all should. should. But they're so pampered and they want perfection right. that they don't. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so anyway, thoughts on Kevin Harris. How we how we looking? Yeah. So we, we were talking about these backs yesterday. I said to you that it's funny that you put Kevin Harris's name in front of Pierre Strong's where everybody else puts Strong first. Because yep. everyone thinks that Strong's supposed to be this next guy in line. The second Stevenson went downstairs, Kevin Harris was the first one up in yep. front of Pierre Strong. And uh, he did look damn good. They are in pads, so there's a little bit more contact. They're obviously not full speed. They're obviously not going to go out there and run guys over or tackle guys in full strength. But uh, he looked physical. He looked fast. 
He said it after practice. He worked on his speed. He worked on his pass catching. Yep. Uh, he was impressive today. I thought he stood out. Um, Pierre Strong just kind of seems like a, a guy. Um, he's just kind of there. He does the right thing, and he'll get you three, four yards a pop, but he's not that explosive, and I think Kevin Harris looks more explosive. Um, yeah, I like him. He talked about yeah. um, trying to get faster yep. in the passing game. Correct. And he said he's at 225. He likes it there. He's also a man of few words, so when he read yeah, my yeah, story on uh, WEI.com later, there'll be short quotes because yep. he has short quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, All business. Quiet. It was funny because they were both talking at the same time. And <laughs> of on the course. Far po- of course. Divide and conquer. Yep. On the far podium was Pierre Strong, who was more, much louder than the Kevin Harris one I was sitting directly in front of. And Kevin Harris was done and Pierre Strong was still going. Yeah. Long answers, explaining things. So, But Bill actually would love that. He'd love to have a running back who can play, who's big, makes plays, and doesn't say much in the media, like sign Bill Belichick yeah. up. Um, so, yeah, we saw more of the run game today. Obviously, we knew this was coming. They, they right. kind of hinted at it yesterday, and then pads go on. But we also saw the physicality, I think, of the passing game, mm-hmm. the short passing yes. game. We watched yesterday them working on rub routes, picks, and all that. That came to full fruition today. Rubs, screens, bubbles, all those things. It's going to be very intricate. Uh, and I love it. Me too. I, I think they are turning back the clock to Charlie Weiss, the yeah. real roots of the Patriots. And get ready for the dinks and the dunks. And all you people that like your numbers can tell me 87% of Mac Jones' throws are within five yards sure. of the whatever. Because I think that's going to be true. He is throwing the ball left and right a lot, not down the for field. A, well, I will say, for a, a Gen Z-ish football reporter analyst, I am very much more a vibes guy than a numbers okay, guy. Okay, good. I know I like you're grouping that. me in with them, I but I am not. They're your people. Yeah, they, they are my people, but <laughs> I uh, I am firmly on your side of the island. Um, but go on. But I do. I love the motions. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday on the uh, Ramondre Stevenson touchdown where you saw Mac saw what he wanted. Yes. Motion, boom, this is a touchdown. I got it. A lot more today on sort of, you know who was active today is Demario Douglas mm-hmm. building on yesterday. Um, but also... The as I said, the rubs and the screens yep. and the block. I mean, I am also predicting in the preseason and maybe in September, you're gonna get plenty of flags. They will be an offensive pass interference team for all. Yeah, you can't run it the way they're running it as often as they look like they want to run it and be clean every time. The timing will be off occasionally, and you'll get some flags. We'll we'll, we'll see. And I I agree. I tend to agree with that in in general. But my, one of my takeaways too on the offense is just how disciplined they've been. It's like mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien is not gonna deal with. Offsides and he was fought. hot and bothered today yeah. on um, Scotty Washington. Your guy, yeah, chewed him out yes. after one of those plays where right. he must not have liked the timing. Yeah, or whatever. So they're um, gonna yeah, be they're gonna be sound. And again, it's gonna be a, a feel it out process. So they might have you're right some of those uh, in the you, preseason. You but uh, for the most part, again, they look they look sound and ready to go. Which and part of the good. problem early in the year and even in the preseason will be different groupings right, right you might right, not right. be running it with the you know by november the guys that are running it will be the guys that have been running it for a month and a half exactly. together preseason it'll be mixed groups um i also just love and i know all of this feels like shots at matt patricia and it's not really intended to be it may kind of be but the number of formations and fakes and motions and inside fake yep. or inside handoff fake outside handoff to a motioning jet sweep like the orbit motions from I the love yeah. it. i love it and it, again this just shows why you hire experts why mm-hmm. you hire people with experience and knowledge it, it's not the the dumbest thing bill belichick has ever said or one of them he's said a few dumb things but the last spring good coach is a good coach argument uh-huh oh no, my god there's a reason that was there awful. are experts yeah. and there's a reason at the time i mocked it and said well 
do you go to your general practitioner for brain surgery? Right. No, you go to the expert. Yeah. And I think we're seeing why there is such a thing as expertise and why you pay him probably a good amount of money to come be your offensive coordinator because he's been doing this for 20 right. years. He knows what's going on. And he's seen what works in college and pros and, oh, I can steal from, ooh, you know, Lane Kiffin had a cool formation I yep. saw. I'm going to utilize that. Like, And I love it. I think this offense is going to be fun. I don't know how good they're going to be. But I think they're going to be creative. You're not going to be bored. You're not right. going to be like, this again, how predictable. Can no, no, no. And it puts pressure on Mac to have every everybody in the right place. And yes, the timing it's and the going motion. to be cerebral. But isn't that what he's supposed to be? 100%. Isn't he supposed to be his Orlovsky, the superpower is his head, the yep. superpower is his brain? So I love so far what I'm seeing from this offense. And I got a, a snarky reply Clip that. to my tweet. No, like, Clip that. Like, Ooh, a positive tweet. Andy Hart loves the offense. When I like something, I tell you I like it. Just yep. like you're making fun of me for liking Kevin Harris, <laughs> and you're making fun of me for liking Brooks Berenger. There's a lot of things I like. You know Bryce, what I like? Bryce Berenger. Oh, yeah. Who's Brooks? Brooks. I don't know. I think you. Oh, Brooks Bollinger. Brooks. Was the quarterback for somebody, Wisconsin, maybe. Okay. Sorry. Bryce Berenger. I continue to say is the most impressive physical player on the field. When he kicks the ball, oh, yeah, everybody awesome. goes, Whoa. it's like little kids to adults are all like, Whoa, look at that ball flying through the sky. Yeah, um, um, he's one of my players of the day. In he fact. has to be. He, and then, you know who I'm starting to feel bad for is when Waitman goes mm, after him and just like, shanks one and it wobbles yeah, right. and goes three quarters the distance, three quarters as high. It's, yeah. it's a little it's sad. It's like oohs and ahs, and you hear he's up, and it's like, oh. Yeah, and then you're just like, and like you're the veteran. Track, like, yeah. Hey, I played in this league. Right. I led the NFL in punts last year. Yeah. Screw y'all. I'm out of here. Yep. Um, but just getting back to the offense, do you share my um, – as an offensive guy, mm-hmm. do you share my? I don't want to say ex, I don't want to say excitement because I don't want to paint expectations on the production. Right? Like, oh no, my I, God, they're going to score thirty points a game. Exactly. No, I think they're going to be creative and entertaining and competent. They're going to look like an NFL offense. Yes, and that's a exciting from yeah. last year. That's yes. like again, the, I've talked about and I've been I've like been writing about it. I've been tweeting about it. Been talking about like the rub routes. That's not something to just kind of like shy away from like because no. last year when they did it they were running into each other so they had to stop them correct or those motions and the fakes and the like matt patricia would run a a cool play i don't know if you saw this breakdown on twitter from last year but he ran like a, a play that kyle shanahan ran yep. and it got blown up because he didn't set it up the way shanahan had to right. it's like you can't just pick and like do these things it has to be calculated and designed and it has to work, right. and we're seeing that so far. So and, it, it's super exciting, I think. And along those lines, now, it was a little misleading because it was in a seven-on-seven drill where it's repetitive, but they were doing the the picks, and they were doing mm-hmm. the rub routes, rub, 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 and then they had a playoff of that, yes. actually, to your guy. A couple catches from Mike Kosicki that looks like he'll be involved with some of those things yep. as a secondary option or a set A pump fake and then, and then yeah, hit him boom, deep type we're thing. We're going to do yeah. that, so... He caught the ball a couple times today. Good to see yeah. him easing into the contributions. Yeah. A um, couple times, I've been a little, um, I don't want to say disappointed, but coming off the spring and the, the mini camp, I thought we would see more Kendrick Bourne early in camp. We haven't seen a ton. He was even asked about it yesterday. Yeah. Doesn't really care. You know, be ready. And I thought we would see some of him on some of those motions and fakes and different things. We saw, we've seen it a little bit. He had a catch today that mm-hmm. he celebrated a touchdown with the old. It was his first. Like, well, Danny and Tomlinson, yeah. a little finger roll. Yeah, over the goal puts line. it over the goalpost. Yeah. Um, but I've been. A, he's been quiet. I'll just say he's been quiet. But he sounds like he's bought in and doesn't oh, really care in. right now. Yep. Where last year he was not bought in and said whatever the bleep he wanted to. Correct. Um, he's bought in. He's he's ready to go. And I think again, it's been four five practices now. So. 
Um, they'll continue to integrate him. I think he's he's too he's too skilled to not be. Um, and again, yeah, today was the first his first catch in eleven on elevens, which is pretty telling. But I just think they have a lot of guys that can do a lot of different things. I think he's one of them. Um, so I think he'll find his way. I don't I don't see an issue necessarily with him not being involved just yet. And I don't know that we've talked about this. I wrote this column off of Mac. Mm-hmm. So it was that last week when he used about the word trust. trust. Yeah. And I ended with, and I think Bourne is probably the poster child for this. We heard last year Mac say, trust the process. Mm-hmm. And I think you saw people didn't trust the process because they were looking at it and like, this process isn't proceeding. Right. It's, it's yeah, stupid. Yeah. It's not working. There is no process. I don't think they have to trust the process this year because they trust the guy leading the process, exactly. Bill O'Brien. And right. if you trust him, then you inherently trust the rest. Whatever he says, like you kind of... And I feel like Bourne is the guy of that. The hype around Bill O'Brien that I've been hyping up for the last six months that everyone keeps telling me, oh, it's just an offensive coordinator. It doesn't matter. Who cares? No, it matters. And he is. Uh, he's coming here and he's he's kicking kicking you know what. And it's been it's been really good so far. He's like he's rubbing off on just about everybody on Absolutely. offense. They're completely bought in, and uh, it's again, it's exciting to see from him. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Although I'm not going to say that it's necessarily manufactured, but I thought he was as hot as we've seen today early in practice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an elevation. We're taking practice to the next level. Right. Pads are on. You a-holes better take it to the next yes. level or I'm going to be the a-hole in the room mm-hmm. and let you know about it. So I liked all of that. Um, and I watch a lot of uh, like behind the, like when they were on Hard Knocks, the Texans with yep. O'Brien. Yeah. I watched a lot of that going back just to kind of get his feel. What are you doing research? Well, because everyone, the, the whole teapot thing and the, yep. the mother effing players, yep. he's not just like a jerk, like like no. an ass and just like reaming guys out for no reason. Like he has this like mutual respect for guys. He just expects, expects the most out of them. I was watching when he when he cut Ryan Mallett. Okay. God rest. Or not cut. Um, he decided that Brian Hoyer would start over okay. him. And it wasn't like you suck, and that's why you're starting. Or he's starting over you. It was like, no, this is where it is. This is why you need to push to get better, and blah blah. blah. And it's like it, he's not just this this teapot that everyone thinks he is, right? And and I think usually when he pops off, it's, mm-hmm. it's warranted. It's, exactly. And yes, my old friend Paul Perillo, Patriots.com. Mm-hmm. First time I ever heard him talk about like swearing in front of his kids, and he goes, "Sometimes you need it for emphasis. They're not listening. Sometimes yeah. you got to throw a vulgarity in there, exactly, and it gets their attention. Now you do it too often, and you go to that well too many times, it no longer." Is for emphasis, yeah. and now it's just background noise. Um, anything on the defense in particular that you noted today? Because uh, I know, as always, yeah. make sure you read Mike Cadlick's uh, post-practice notes on weei.com. Yeah, um, let's see. Mapu continues to get starter reps at linebacker, which do I think, think is going to work. I do. Okay, he looks pretty good so far. He looks. Um, I would expect nothing else from you in that answer. I know he looks. Well, what am I supposed to say? Something about? bad? What am I worried about? Yeah. Uh, you, I, my my biggest worry so is that, uh, just in general with this team, is that Mac Jones, even with all of this around him looking solid, that uh, he doesn't perform his best. I think um, at the end he of the day... He doesn't perform his best or he performs his best he perf- and his best his, isn't good enough. His best isn't good enough is sort of my That's thing. That's fair. Um, because I think that O'Brien can get the most out of him, but is that going to be enough? Because the, guys who, the guy who won the Super Bowl last year, Patrick Mahomes, is the gold standard. Oh, yeah. And Mac Jones is nowhere close to that as far as athletically, as far as, you know, making the types of throws he can. He's a good decision maker. Maybe he's on par with the decision maker of Patrick Mahomes. Probably not. But he but has to make different decisions. Exactly. Because Mahomes can make decisions that Mahomes yeah. can then make work, whereas Mac needs to make the decision knowing 
Mahomes might be yes, able to do that for I sure. Yeah, that. so that's my biggest worry with this team is that everything works out and Max Best is just not good enough. Um, but as far as the defense, Mapu getting those uh, starter reps. Um, John Jones seems pretty cemented at boundary corner opposite Gonzalez. It what doesn't, do you think about that? Yeah, I, I don't. What do I think about it? I think it's good. I think he looked solid there last year. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's looked okay this year. I know you. he's better slot corner. Um, I know you would prefer him on the inside with like a but Marcus on the outside. But I'd also prefer my best 11 on the field. I want to be clear yeah, about that. Yeah. If, if, if he's part of that and it's him on the outside, be, it's going to be what it's going to be kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the front seven, they kind of got after the offensive line today, but I think that that was just a product of A, guys getting hurt, and B, once they sort of started patty kicking at the end, it just kind of became like, oh, run through guys. Some guys try, some guys don't. Right. And then you get in the quarterback's face and it's like, well, I, just give us a look and all that. So right. it was kind of mucked up towards the end. But um, I would just say the biggest takeaway, again, was probably Mapu continuing to get those reps as a rookie. Uh, this rookie class, Barringer, Gonzalez, Mapu, Keon White, they all, all, those four, and probably a couple more that I can't think of off the top of my head, they're going to play a lot of football this year for this team. Uh, yeah, they're going to at least be given the opportunities to yeah. lose the jobs and lose the reps and lose the right. roles. Um, going back to the offense a little bit, a couple things that I wanted to note from the wide receiver position. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster had one of the most hellacious drops I've seen in a long time, and he knew it. He immediately, down the far end of the field, seven-on-seven, he was not happy with himself. Hellacious. Was he wide open? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. You you don't get much worse than the drop that he had. Um, And Tyquan Thornton. So he had those back-to-back plays on the near side near in front of us yesterday. Other than that, he has not been very good. He has not really done a hell of a lot. And I know we were talking about, well, the – Red zone, that's not really his area. And I guess we could say, well, they really did a lot in the, the ground game today. And then once some they of the stretched it out, yeah, like, right. Well, when do we get to the point when where they, he contributes? Yeah, when or do is they, he just like a real like bit player? Positive spin is they don't want to show it in front of everybody. Oh, you're doing that? We're doing the mom. No, that thing. is the positive spin. I don't know if that's the case, but that's how you spin it positively. It's freaking ridiculously skinny legs. Yeah, I know. We were staring at those the other day. They're twigs. Yeah. They're toothpicks. A guy who, like, you're it, you're going into what his, his second year. You would think yeah. that after your first year, when you you know you get banged up a few times and you can't be out there every week, and it maybe it's just as simple as genetics, and he can't put weight I think on. It is. But like, but it's in he was standing. Behind that's gonna be so frustrating. Juju, and Juju has some like thick. Yeah. Quads, oh yeah. And it was just such a stark comparison. Like these two guys theoretically play the same position in yeah. the national. It's not like you're looking at a D lineman versus right. JJ Taylor, a scat back. No, no, no. These are both. Wide receivers in the NFL, right. and one has thick legs, and one has legs that probably would stand out as skinny in any freaking yeah. local YMCA in just America. Just here, yeah, like, sitting next to us. He's got a twig. Right. What are those? Yeah. Um, so that's an, uh, just so another. I don't want to give up on him because I'm trying no, to stay positive with him because I liked him in training camp last yeah. year. But I'm starting to be concerned that at best, He's like a complimentary mm-hmm. extra yeah. offensive option. Yeah. Um, another wide receiver observation from today, Kayshawn Booty. Back on the field, Kayshawn Booty takes the first rep in wide receiver drills to start practice, and then Kayshawn Booty replaces Demario Douglas when Bill O'Brien takes the starting receivers over to do some drills during special teams. Booty was then with that first group. So, so do we believe he listened to our podcast, heard probably. our criticisms, yeah. and decided he needed to step up, man up, and do something? Kayshawn Booty, huge six rings in football things. He man. could be. He could be. He also had a great catch. It didn't count. Yeah, he on did. the sideline. Yep. Didn't get his toes in. Yeah, but 
I will say, those are the things you remember. Oh, that's a great catch. Now, if he can just do that six inches more towards the middle right. of the field, like he needs to start stringing. Yeah, you got to step together, up and he's been put together nothing. the highlights. He's yeah. been a nothing yeah. burger. I would put him on the up on the upswing after today. He, well, he showed up and he couldn't go much further down than the other day fair. when he was hiding yeah. from taking right. drills. And that shocked me. Yeah. I wish I saw that firsthand uh, with you. That's was crazy. Shocking. Eye-opening. And then, then he was off the next day. I wonder what that was all about. Mm. Anyway, we're moving forward. Um, any other quick notes to, before we wrap this up? Moving forward here. Pads, um, football, it's back in Foxborough. Yeah. Uh, the only th- other thing is Demario Douglas still looks pretty good, even when they put the pads on. They're getting uh, the ball. He looked really good today, and I'm he was starting blocking. to be, uh, you know, what's that? And then, and, uh, hey, and I'm a believer. Oh, yeah. I, I just, we talk about it. The Bill O'Brien was here for Wes Welker. Bill O'Brien knows yep. what that's like. And I'm talking about maybe he's going back to the dink and dunk early 2000s, Charlie Weiss. Well, that was Troy Brown. That right. was a slot receiver. That was a quick guy. I, I think that he is one of the, I know we get caught up in Trey Nixon a year ago. Oh, he was great. And so mm-hmm. like, this feels like more than that to yeah. me. This feels like real reps. This feels like respect already being given out by teammates both right. on offense and defense. Jabril Peppers talked about it today. I think I think Demario Douglas has a chance to really contribute with this football yep. team this year. And that's going to be fun to watch. And I think fans, what's his nickname? Pop. Pop. I think fans are going to be ready to pop for him and yeah. like latch on to him. I think he could be a popular, not just preseason. Popular. Pop. Euler. That would be a good old PFW <laughs> cover back in the day. Uh, but not just in the preseason. I think he's got chance. Yeah, to he can play NFL football. Especially if you get underachievement. We were just talking about Thornton. If Thornton's not who they wanted him to develop into, you know, the NFL comes at you fast. you got two years, and if you're not doing it, right. maybe Demario Douglas passes you up. But pads are back. Uh, Matthew Judon really didn't not do much back. again today. Was <laughs> yep. down in the lower field. We forgot to Trent include Brown. that yesterday. Trent Brown um, was here, but sort of... Not here. Not without pads. He yeah. was downstairs. I don't and know he came exactly up and what Trent Brown's doing. So I that's something to keep an eye on. And then we'll, then we'll skedaddle. But I thought it was funny that before practice, Bel- Belichick was asked about Brown. He said he's in great shape. Yes. He's been here. He's been good. Lighter. Lighter. And then the second he says that, he doesn't, part- he doesn't participate. So that was interesting. And it could be anything. We don't want to, you know, right. just something to note for tomorrow and the yep. next day as we do these observations here from Gillette Stadium. Practice number five is in the books for the Patriots. First practice with pads. It was an entertaining one, a fun one. There were some scares injury-wise. We'll keep an eye on those players tomorrow in terms of their availability. Some goal line to end. Jelani Tavai's a fullback. Demario Douglas is taking the world by storm. The short passing game is Booty's be- back. Booty is back. We had a booty <laughs> call. It's all here. Gillette Stadium, the practice fields of Foxborough. And when it happens, we observe it and we talk about it here on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. For Mike Cadlick, I'm Andy Hart. Please remember to listen, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, download the Odyssey app. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your support. And we will be back with another practice update on Tuesday.